Recording in progress. Welcome to today's office. Dafayin testing services. We learn for a four shleim for Yosef Israel Ben Chaim Michal and Elazar Ben Ruuma. Again, a reminder to do uh, prusbul, which we'll do Mirzashem for those who want right after we learn. And um, <clears throat> and reminder that again on Sunday we'll learn at the regular time. Only after Rosh Hashanah will we switch to five o'clock. Yesterday we got down to the bottom of the page. Remember what was the discussion yesterday? We talked about Nixon Malud. Stuff that, uh, assets that a woman gets either after she's engaged or even before she's engaged or after she's married, but they fall to them, they're not written into the ksuba. So what's the deal? The deal is this. The rabbi said that if a wife is taken into captivity by the goyim, the husband must redeem her. In return for that redemption, in return for that uh, redemption, she's entitled, uh, she's in, uh, he's entitled to eat the produce of her assets. That's to eat the produce of her assets. However, they're her assets, and therefore we must stabilize them. The concern is over a long period of time, if let's say, uh, you know, the, the, the things disappear, you know, she won't have anything at the end. So that's why we say that uh, she is supposed to, um, she's supposed to, she's, we, we try to protect her assets. Okay, now, what assets is he entitled to? He's entitled to eat the produce, but only of the stuff that he knows about. That's what Rabbi Shimon said at the end. So here we have a story which is sort of related to that. Hayyasa, three lines from the bottom of Ayan Chesim Abbas. Hayyasa, the boy of A woman was a widow. She had a daughter, but she was a widow. And now she was about to get remarried. About to get remarried. But she didn't want her husband to get her assets. So what did she do? Let's say she had a piece of property. So, Hayyasa, the boy of She wanted to evade. Her, uh, evade her assets from her new husband. She wrote a star that she's giving him to her daughter, but it was a fake. You understand? It was like she didn't really mean to give it to the daughter. In Saba, she got married, and Rashi says she told the Adam, it's not really a matana, I'm just trying to make it look that way. It's a really, it's a fake document. I'm trying to make it look that I'm giving it to my daughter so that the husband will not have assets to it, right? Will not have access to it. Okay. So in Saba, she got married, and of course, what happened? Igrisha, she got divorced. She got divorced. Now, okay, now, the, now while she was married, the husband had no access to it. He couldn't eat the produce thereof because it wasn't hers. She had given it to her daughter. Now, also came Nachman, she came for Rav Nachman. She said, look, you know, what happened? What happens in some of these cases among family where there's never the any family fights? No. The daughter, the daughter, said, the daughter said, no, I got a star here, right? Irving has adjudicated many of these yeah. family issues. Also, the commentator of Nachman, Came for Rav Nachman, the daughter says, no, it's mine. Kare, Nachman the shtar. Rav Nachman tore up the shtar. He said, it's a, he knows it's a fake, and he tore it up, and he gave it back to the woman. Also, Rav Anan, Rav said, what's Rav Nachman doing? Coming up, Mokva, he went for Mokva. Mokva was the Av Bezdin. And he said, Azul, Omele, he said to him, Chazima Nachman Chakwa. Look what Nachman calls him, Nachman the farmer. You know, instead of calling Rav Nachman, he called him, look what this farmer has done. Hechi Mikrashtar, then she tears up a shtar, gives it no validity. It's a valid shtar. Omele, Emily, easy. Tell me the truth. Tell me the whole story. I want to hear the whole story. Don't just tell me the end of the story. You know, it all started when he hit me back. Don't tell me the end of the story. Tell me the beginning. What, what, what really happened over here? This was the story. The woman was trying to evade, uh, evade her property from <coughs> her husband. So she gave the Amalei. You're talking about a <coughs> star of evasion? I'm quoting to you. Omer Shmuel said Shmuel, Moraharani. Shmuel was allowed, even though he wasn't, he wasn't a Rebbe in Eretz Israel, but he, he said, Moraharani, I am, I am, um, 
Uh, I was deputized, you know, I was uh, anointed, I was appointed to be a Mora Hora, I was a Pastor Shilas, in Yavu Shtar Mabrachasli Adekmenu. Shmuel himself said that. <coughs> if somebody shows me a star that was just written to evade, it doesn't wasn't me, I'll tear it up myself. I'm a little Nachman. that I understand time of my because a person doesn't stop want to give away his assets. Who would just write which guy would just give away his assets to anybody? You know, you're not. Somebody comes in and says, "Let go here, take all my assets." <coughs> you know, he's not serious. A person wouldn't do that. There, you would tear up the star. to other people, to non-relatives. but she would give it to her daughter. So who says? <coughs> he said to her. He said, Rav said to Rav Nachman, who had torn up the star, even though Shmuel had confirmed that, yeah, you do those things that you tear it up. He says that's only. If he gave it to somebody else, but his own daughter, people would like give some people would give things to their own children. If a, you know, what did Mayor Davy say? If you can't have your own children, what are you good for, right? You know, and they caught Mayor Daly giving out all the uh, city contracts to his own son. You know, <laughs> so you go to jail for that today. But Daly said, if a son was in the insurance business, he gave him all the insurance business. He says. If a father can't help his son, what is he good for? You know, so right. father wants to help out his son, right? So um, You don't give everything away. A person wouldn't give everything away. And therefore, even with a daughter, the person protect himself. Therefore, he didn't, she didn't really mean to give it over here. I'll show you otherwise. If a lady would like to evade her her um, her husband her husband from uh, from uh, getting his, her assets, Kate said, so what should she do?" Koseva she she writes star pasim pasim means like to conciliate. You ask him nicely. Rashi says, "Mafaisa, listen, please take this gift. You know, just because I don't want my husband to get it. I don't know what's going to happen with that wedding, etc." So she writes a shabbos and lachem. Different Shmuel. That's from Shmuel says you can do such a thing. However, the chachamomrim. If, if, the, if she wants to, whoever she gave it to can, can, can joke there and say, no, I got a star. I got a star. This, what's wrong with a star? There's Adam signed on it. It says that I'm giving it, you gave it to me. What's wrong? I should tichtavlo until she writes it this way. She writes to the person that she's giving this, so to speak, giving, quote unquote, uh, the asset to. Here's the deal. I'm giving it to you from today when I decide. When I decide. Which means to say, if the marriage doesn't work out and she wants to get it back, you know, she'll say, okay, uh, I never really, I never agreed. I, I, I said from today, when I decide to give it to you, but I didn't want to give it to you, right? If she wants to stay with the husband and, and uh, she wants to give it to him, or, 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 if she, or she wants to give it to the person, she could say, you know, I want to give it, I want to give it away, I didn't want to give it now. Time to If you didn't write that, like in other words, when I want to do it, Rashi explains. If she wants to take a If she wants, if she decides at the end she wants to give it to her daughter, she could say, "Yeah, I, I agreed to give it to you from that day, or give it to somebody else." Right, he could uh, take it, and he wrote. Matav him says kaimus from a fair. Vim says she nichta b'shtar yavo lahachzik. Tomei, she could also say, I don't want to give it to you. It's up to her. So unless you write that shtar halokas, if you didn't write there, kanu lokech, it's mashma that the person does get it. The fact is, it's a star. Why shouldn't she take it at face value? If you wrote in it, when I decide later on, I want to give it to you from now. But if you didn't write that in there, just wrote a star. Here's the here's as a gift. Uh, the, the person, the recipient, could keep it, whether it's her daughter or a friend or a neighbor, whoever she gave it to. 
So you see over here that it's not so simple. You can't just tear it up and say that, you know, a person wouldn't give it away. Here's the deal. If that, that's fine, you have to do that if you gave a partial gift. So that's possible that, you know, maybe you really meant to give it to her unless you use that Lashon, uh, the person who, the recipient, the, could, could say it's mine. But if she gave away all her assets, Habakul, if she gave away all her assets, we know that a person wouldn't, doesn't want to give away all her assets. She only gave away all the assets to evade it from her husband. So in that case, that's where Rav Nachman tore it up. Says Gemara, wait a minute. So if, if you're saying, though, that the star is not good, that it was just a star of evasion, it didn't really mean anything, be can any if she didn't get it, uh, uh, if the person she gave it to, or, she, or the person like, so that she sold it to, whatever you wrote, the star was a fake, and he tore it up, so if it's, val- it's invalid, so the husband should be able to get the assets, at least for the, for the payros. Rashi says, uh, the shmuel, because it's cool, and the lokani, Keeping the Lokani, if it's not available, as we said before. Remember, she owns the asset. Let's remember, she owns the Nechsei Mulug. And therefore, therefore, the husband gets to eat the payros. That was the Tekona that the rabbi said. She gets, he gets to eat the produce, right? The produce. Uh, but really belongs to her. However, if she dies, the husband will get it. And if she doesn't die and he divorces her, she gets it back. But Kozman, they're married. The husband should be able to eat the payros. So if you say the document is a fake, right? When you want to give it all away, it's a fake. You don't. So then the husband should be able to eat the payros. What kind of an evasion is it? It's not really an evasion. He should be able to eat the payros. That's why the Gemara is brought down this case over here. Because we said if that's the case, it's like something he didn't know about. And what are Rav Shimon saying the Mishnah? What assets can she not sell and all that, that we break those rules about that uh, he, can, he can avoid? Only assets that he knows about. Because what's, all, what's the person saying? The person says, the husband says, oh, if I get these assets, okay, I'll redeem her. Whatever the money's going to be. They might want a million dollars to redeem her, and I don't know what they have, but, but whatever the, the exchange is, in return for my redeeming her, I'll get the assets. But if he doesn't know about the assets, it has no meaning, say the Mepharshim. And that's what we mean over here. If he didn't know about it, uh, it's like assets that he didn't know about. Assets that he didn't know about, the, uh, he doesn't get the produce thereof because he didn't know about it. The whole purpose is, is that he should feel he's getting something in return for redeeming her. But if he doesn't know about it, so, you know, what he doesn't know isn't going to hurt him. Says the Mishnah. If, if, yeah. if Hayom Erza works, right. then you don't need prenups, you don't need anything. Correct, if that so works. What, before she gets married, she writes down. She writes down that if I... Hayom Erza, I'm giving it to my father. If, if it's her assets going to him, yes, 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 yes. Then, that, then you don't that's need right, that's correct, that's correct. If you, but you have to write it exactly that way. You have to write the and text. I, it's okay. like you write a, it's like a, a, a will that you know they say it works mehayom right so that should be right, before right. for this yeah if right. you write the document that way that works I don't know how that holds in common law if you write them today I don't know how that works in common law but halachically yeah that should work that should work says the mission now let's understand the nechsim again we're trying to say that nechsim get yesterday you asked about cash Irving remember you asked about cash we're going to talk about that now assets which which get consumed you know money disappears right money disappears fruits disappear. Things that, you know, uh, animals can die, as we'll see, right? But things that just normally get consumed, right? So that doesn't really protect her, right? If she has assets that get consumed, let's say she got some cash. Somebody, uh, $10,000 came into her, she got a Yerusha. So you want to protect her, and you want to protect the husband. The husband's entitled to eat the payros, right? Let's say the interest, you know, the interest. But what do you do with that? So you always want, when it's, when it's an asset which is going to get consumed, it's going to disappear. So this is what we do. Enough looks soft and says the mission. Let's say she got cash. So what you do is you buy, you look, buy karka. Why? 
because the karka will be for her. She'll have that asset, right? Buy real estate. And Ruach HaPerson, he'll eat the produce. So this way you accomplish both. He'll get the produce, but the Karen, the principal, will stay for her. That's what you do when something disappears. Let's say she got land. Okay, she got land. That's what we said before. She gets land. He eats the produce. But let's say she got something which is going to disappear. The same thing, Ruach HaPerson. Let's say Paris Tosin. Let's say she got a uh, truckload of uh, apples, you know, sh- showed up at her door, right? Her husband, uh, uncle died. He was in the produce business, and uh, he left her a truckload of apples. The apples are also going to get destroyed and consumed or spoiled, they're going to be gone. So you sell them, you buy karka, minakarka, payers tolushim, if they're tolushim, if they're already, you know, off the tree, you lock them in, buy karka, vuachal payers, the same thing. Payers and mechubarim, now let's say though, there's, let's say she gets land with the trees, right? Somebody left her uh, land with the produce, right? I say payers, I don't mean literally fruits, it means produce, right? You've got to get land with wheat on it, whatever. Um, uh, let's say she got land and and wheat. So now, what's the point? The land stays for her, right? But he gets to eat the peros. So what do you do there? So it's a machlokas. Peros a machobel karka. Amar Rabbi Meir says shomenos hakamu yafa peros v'kamu yafa believers. In other words, how, the husband. What we're saying over here is that but verse umosar yulakachmen karka vuachol peros. Meaning, she's entitled to those peros because they didn't grow during the husband's reign, let's say, she got them before. So again, so what do you do? But the Paris are going to be consumed. So what you do is you figure out how much are those Paris worth? How much is the land worth without Paris, without produce? And how much is it worth with produce? It's worth $500 more. So he takes $500 and buys karka with that. So, so this way, because that's considered her asset, that's considered the that you want to, that you want to maintain. The Chum disagree. The Chum say, no, he gets the produce no matter what. So if they're, even, if they, even if she got the land with the produce on it, the husband's still entitled to that produce. Interesting, he gets the produce anyway. The hatlushin, right? If, as we said before, if, they're, if she gets a truckload of, of, uh, of, of produce, of apples or whatever, so fine, so sell that, as we said before, and you buy the karka with it. And that's, if you look up in karka, it's the peros, that's the idea over here. So this is really, this part stays the same. So everybody agrees if she got cash, or if she got any metalclum which is going to be consumed, you buy karka with it. The machlokas is, if, the chacham say, if she got a piece of land with produce on it, is she entitled to that produce or he is? Rameyer says that she's entitled to the produce, so therefore, turn the produce into real estate. And the Chum say no, he's entitled to that person. Now, Rabbi Shimon more or less disagrees, more or less agrees with the Chum, but we'll see a difference in the Rabbi Shimon Omer. So he, he look at it this way: where he has the upper hand when he gets married to her, or when the land comes into their property, when he leaves, or when they get divorced, or then, or, or uh, when he gets divorced, uh, then he has a worse hand. We're going to explain what that means. So if he has because if. He has a worse hand when they get married than Yafakakitsasa goes at it. What does that mean? Kesa? What do you mean that? Pairs of Bukhomalakakinisasa, pairs which are attached to the ground when they come into the land, when they get married, and when, when they're married, and when he gets them now, those are his, as we just said. According to Chacham, he gets the produce on the land. Uvitsiyasa, but when they get divorced, shalah. If there's produce on the land and it hasn't been harvested yet, she gets that because she gets the land. He doesn't get that. Uh, let's say they get divorced. Produce which is which is detached when they get married, right? When they get married, or when they get married and the land comes into their possession, right? Who gets that? 
We said that that she gets there, so you have to turn that into real estate. Shalom. But let's say they get divorced and there's already produce which is off the property which has been harvested, then he gets that because he's entitled to all the produce. He's entitled to all the produce from the land while they're married. So if there's already produce that's been detached, that's his. That's his. So that's what we say. When you come into the, he says, when you come into the marriage, if it's attached to the ground, he gets it. And when they get divorced, she gets it. And if it's detached, when you come into the marriage, uh, she gets it, and when they leave, he gets it. That's what Rabbi Shimon explains. We'll see if the Chacham disagrees. Pshita. Now, let's understand something. Let's say there's a fight about what to do with the money. Right? We just said if there's something that's going to be consumed, money or, or payros, you, you buy real estate with it. What kind of real estate? Let's say Aravavati. There's a question, do you buy land or should you buy houses? Houses in those days weren't as strong as they were today, and they deteriorate and they fall apart with time. Land is land. You could always... Uh, make something on it. So then, if there's a machlokas between them about that they can't agree, buy the land. Land is stronger than uh, houses. But if they, let's say it's houses and trees, uh, palm trees, but, uh, but they, houses are stronger than that, meaning they'll last longer, the tree can get destroyed. Particularly, but let's say you had palm trees and other kinds of trees, particularly better at uh, palm trees, they, those, have, those are more lasting, so buy those. Let's say it's trees or bushes like uh, uh, vines, then they'll only, again, trees stronger. Ab, uh, uh, that's over, over, Zaris. let's say you buy, let's say it's, let's say the question is this way, Rashi learns this is not the same question, not like it's machlok between the two, between the husband and the wife, which one is better, he says, over, Zurda, so let's say you had a forest with uh, crab apples, like Uzradim, uh, where the tree is not very good and it's basically used for wood, you know, there, there are very few fruits, they usually take those trees and they cut them for wood, or a fish pond, what is that? Is that considered like something consumed? are consumable, so you'd rather turn that into real estate, or is considered like real estate itself. So, some say it's payers, some say it's produce, and therefore you should turn it into real estate. Some say no, it's like principle, and you keep it. Call it a mosa, here's the general rule. Give a machlev, if, if the stump will, will grow more shoots, then it's payers. In other words, uh, then it's payers, and you want to turn that into real estate. And gives a machlev, then it's karna. But over here, Rashi explains that Kulo uh, Avikarna, what does he mean by that? Rashi and Tosa disagree here, they have a different girsa, but uh, Rashi 3 and some Dante, some Leper, Im Nafli Berusha, if these things fall Berusha, what do you do? Shahir Bravakarku Karen, Amila Kulu Havikarna, it's all Karnhova, Eight Sun Dagum Kalm, because they all disappear. So Rashi is a little bit different, even though this is principle, but it's all going to, the whole thing is principle. It's not going to rejuvenate because fish ponds sort of die out, and the same thing with the trees. Once you come down, there's nothing left. Therefore, you should sell the whole thing, even though it's Karen, because it's, going, it's a consumable. That's the point. It's all consumable. Because we're in Karkabucho, Paris. Um, so that's what he means over here. Some say, that, some say it's like Paris, meaning that will rejuvenate, and therefore she can keep the, eventually she'll have the land underneath the fish pond or the land underneath the trees, uh, and she'll have something there. And some say no, that it, it itself is the whole principle. It's going to die. It's going to die out, and therefore you should replace it. I'm Rav Zayra, Moshe. In her money okay. as to what to buy. Oh, okay, because, here because, because he, here's the issue. Because you're right, because the Chacham said that she's entitled to the principal and he's entitled to the pros. Right. So the question is, she has her interest, she wants more of her principal, and he wants more of her right. payros. But there's so, no payros now. Where? From what? When she gets the money. Right, right. There no, they're going to buy the karka and he's going to get the payros from the karka. They're going to buy the karka and he's going to get the payros. If it's a house, they'll get rent. You know, whatever produce you're going to get there. But, but it's not here yet. No, no, that's the question. What, what should you so invest what right in? What does he have? He has a no, right he has to a, the payros. No, because he has a right to the payros. So which payros? 
So we, what do you? What do you that, that okay, should, whatever the payers is from the land, is. but you first have you first have to uh, stabilize the the uh, Karen, the, the, her, her malug. Right. You have to stabilize her uh, long term possession, call it her principal. So what do you stabilize it with? You take the thing which is most stable. That's all he's trying to say because it's all the kanschachavim. So what do you do? You first have to stabilize her, then he gets the payers. Listen to this. Let's say she got animals. She got a cow. And, uh, and the, cow, the cow gave birth to a calf. And somebody stole the calf. <laughs> okay? Misham Tashlomi came from Isha. She gets the money. Now, wait a minute. Isn't the calf the produce? Right? The calf is the produce, right? Yeah. So he should get that. So if somebody stole it, he should be the one who gets the kafel, right? For a bur- who burgled it, right? So the Chodik Mar says, "Come on, Loker Bar Melchayim." It doesn't go like either one of the following rabbis. The Tanya, Vlad Demisulug. Who gets the Vlad itself? Lebal. So says the the Tanakama. Goes to the husband. That's produce, right? Vlad Shifchas Melug Leisha. What about if a woman has a slave boy? Right? She's a Shifchan. He's a slave boy. She gets that. Okay. Why? Isn't that produce? Isn't that the produce? We'll see. Chananya Ben Achi Ben Achi He says no. The husband gets everything. Either one is produce. That's a produce. You got a slave as a nechsemulug as an asset, right? And or you got an animal. Either way, he gets it. So the chara, though, we're saying over here, according to either one, though, why should the why should the isha? Everybody agrees that the slave or the animal is is a nechsemulug, and the produce thereof, the baby thereof, should go. To the husband, so why does she get the kafel if you steal the animal, if you steal the the baby, the flood? So I feel difficult. Right? The gave him the produce. Pay the pay to get him. The kafel is considered pay to pay The baby, the calf, or the baby is considered payros. But the kafel that it's going to turn into again, what's it going to turn into? Produce serving means anything that it's going to, you know, that's that's going to run off from your asset. This is running off from the asset that they didn't give it up on. Okay. So let's understand, though, as long as we talked about that machlokas between Chananya and the Chachamim as to uh, the, the vlad of the animal, the vlad of, of, the, uh, of the Isha, Bishlam the Chananya, Hanidolach Hashim Lamisa, Chananya. Chananya says, listen, this is an asset, this is uh, having an animal or a shifcha uh, uh, is a long term asset. You don't have to worry that they're going to die. So therefore, the produce thereof, you know, that, that you can, she can keep that, and and you, and the produce is the baby, uh, the calf, whatever. You're not worried that it's going to die. El Rabbanan, but the Rabbanan who say what? The Rabbanan say that in the first case, Vlad Beimus Mulglabal, but Vlad Shifus Muglisha. You're worried. Why? Why does it go to the woman? Why does the woman get it? Because you're worried maybe it'll die, right? And therefore, she, she, so, so he doesn't get the produce thereof. El Rabbanan Ichayish Misa. If you're worried about Misa, Afilu Vlad Behemus Namilo. He shouldn't get the Vlad Behemus of the Behema either, because you're worried maybe it'll die. The Ilochayish Misa. You're not worried about Misa. Afilu Vlad Shifas Mulkshir. Also, Nami should go to the husband. You're not worried about it dying, so that the that's the, the you're not worried that the mother's going to die or the or the baby's going. So the 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 baby is certainly the uh, produce. So why does he say that the Vlad Shifchas Malug goes to the woman? Should go to the husband, that's produce. As long as the Chacham are worried about Misa, the word may well die. Bashani Behema Dikora. By an animal, you're not worried about it because even if the baby dies, you have the hide. It's not all gone. Again, what's the concern here? Cash, fruits, wheat, 
that'll disappear. It'll all get consumed. If you leave it around, it's gonna, it's, you know, it's not gonna appear. You wanna give her something that's stable, meaning at least something will last. You'll always, even if an animal dies, you have the hide, you always have something to hold on to. And therefore, that you don't have to sell. So he says, in other words, you don't have to sell and turn it anything else. The husband keeps the, the produce is the, is the baby, and therefore it goes to the husband. And the case of the animal, it goes to the husband. In the case of the shifcha, you already, because if the baby of a shifcha dies, you have nothing left. And therefore, that's considered her, hers, you know, that's not produce, and it wouldn't go to the husband. In both cases, it goes to the husband. The, whether it's a baby of an animal or baby of a person, of, it goes to the husband because that's considered produce. Amarav, Amarava, Amarav Nachman. Now, this is talking about where, you know, the lady was young or whatever, the shifcha was young, the animal was young. If it's an old one, as we'll see, that's different. We'll see the next Mishnah. Amarav, Amarav Nachman. Even though it's like Hananya, Mordechananya, listen to this. Garsha, even though you say that the, hus- that the baby of the shifcha, you know, this lady, this uh, lady, Aunt Shemaim, has been in the family for so many years. You know, they've been slaves with us for generations, right? Even though we say that it goes to the husband, Shemus Garsh, if they got divorced, no senestum, she could buy him out. You understand? You have a situation, buy him out? You have another thing? Buy him out. No senestum, but not lesson, neshvach beisavia, because that's like the pride of her father's house. Rashi calls it l'shemel teferis. You know, these are the... the uh, the, the animals, the, the farm, or the uh, slaves that they had, that's considered father's house. In other words, she has an emotional attachment to it, and therefore he, he, she's entitled to buy him out, even though he had them while they were married. Amrava, Amrav Nachman. Let's say she gave him a goat. You know, she, meaning she, she brought into the marriage just a, a goat for its milk. Okay, what do you say there? He gets the milk, right? Rachel or a sheep for its... Uh, for its uh, fleece, whatever, right? For its fleece. Tanagolus will be exhausted to give off eggs. That's all produce. Dekalaparos of a tree to eat the fruits thereof. You don't say, oh, wait a minute. Uh, we should turn that into real estate, all these things. No. You have the produce. And why? Until it's all gone. Why? Because on all these things, you have something left at the end. You have the feathers. You have the hide. You always have something left over from the animal. So it won't, it's not cash. It's not cash or apples which will just get destroyed with time. Oh, they'll be totally gone. gone. Oh, nothing. I like Lima. Even she gave him a shirt. That's also pay Ravi to wear. She bought him some shirts to wear because even after he finishes wearing them, they're all shredded. You still have a shmata. You have something left. All right. A he can, he can, you know, wear it. And also, I have to call you until it's gone because they'll have something left. Come on. Goes like they found a Tanya, the Tanya. Let's say she brought in a, uh, she had like a uh, quarry of salt or sand on a beach or something like that. She got some land there. Hareza Paris, he can use that because she always has the land. There's always, it's not gonna all be consumed. Pirshal Govers, let's say you had a quarry of sulfur, of sulfur or Machporashal Sarif, or a mine that they mined alum from, uh, right? Rameiro Karen. Karen says, no, that's Karen. No, the stuff you're going to eat from there is Paris. It's not the whole thing is Karen. It'll be all consumed, like we said before, with the fish pond. No, it's Paris because even if all the salt and all the sulfur and all the sand is gone, you still have the, the underlying land, so she'll still have something there. The salt that existed when they got married? No, either, either when they got married why or she got Paris? it afterwards. Why is it Paris? No, no, we're talking about salt in a in a salt right, mine. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Why is it different? Why is it different? Oh, oh, no, because as you mine it, you're getting more and more and more. You know, as you're dealing it out, that's considered produce. That's considered the, you have the underlying land, ground underneath there. Rabshimanomer Makam Shiafakoko. So Rabshim says, Hainu Tanakama. 
that what remember Shimon said the same as Atacama that that the Tanakama said that if if there was fruits on the land when she got it, when they got into the marriage, even they're still attached, he gets them. That's what Rabbi Shimon says. He gets them when they go in, she gets them when they go out. Chum didn't say anything about that they're attached to the ground. Maybe the Chachamim will say there that he gets them, that they're, that they're his, not that she gets them, but he gets them. When they're coming in, uh, he said he gets them, but when they go out, uh, maybe he gets them too. Only Reb Shimon said in the Mechabar Meshas Yitzia that she gets them, that, that she gets them Mechabar Meshas Yitzia, right? And therefore, they're arguing about the Shas Yitzia. Let's say she got some old slaves or Shvachos. They might die. That everybody agrees they might die, so buy Karka. No, those, those uh, slaves have been in the family, etc. Don't sell them off. She, she would prefer it's, it's we're looking at her interest over here. Her interest is to keep those. Let's say she uh, got some olives or vines. It's came also that might you know, look like they're going to dry up. Again, sell them. Rabbi says, no. Rabbi Yudah, like Rabbi Shimon said before, those are her, that's, that's her family land. Don't sell that off. The machlokis is only if they fell in her property, meaning she had the land and the stuff on the land. But if it's not her land, let's say she just owned these things, but on somebody else's land, because once these things dry up, she'll have nothing left. Master of Yosef, what do you mean? You're talking about when she had uh, Zaysim or Gefanim on somebody else's land, you say you should sell them because once they're gone, you won't own the land. She, she, just, she just bought the rights for the fruits uh, of uh, somebody else's land. If they died, nothing's going to be left. It's like Sadashen Shalah Oplegian. Still, there's a machlok about that from Shemuel and the Tanakama. So you see, even if, even if it's all going to be gone, you still have that svara. Ella yit marhoch yit mar. Amrav kana amrav machlokus besodashen yishol. And machlokus is on a field which doesn't belong to her. The Rambam says still no. It's it's shvach beis And the Tanakhama says sell it. Aba besodashelav. It's her own field. If these if this gefanim and and zeis were on her own field, debeyakol lo timko. You shouldn't sell it. Nei shvach beis because she owns the land. That's the pride of her father's house. Hamotzi hotzas. Let's say. While the husband has rights to get the produce thereof, he has to take care of the land, right? The land belongs to her, the we want to turn it into karka, and he spends money to, uh, you know, fertilizer, seed, you know, workers, etc. Let's say he spends money, let's say he spent a lot of money, and he only had a little bit, and then they got divorced, right? Or he spent a little bit, but he ate a lot, you don't make chashbonus. Masha otzi otzi, masha ochalacho. No chashbonus made. It's an understanding that as long as they're married, he gets to keep. He's got to take care of the land. You don't make a chashbonus say, "Well, I spent a hundred thousand dollars on the land. I only got fifty thousand dollars with the produce." You don't make chashbonus. Whatever he took, he took. Whatever he invested, he invested. That's how it works. But let's say he spent the money and he never took anything. He put a hundred thousand dollars into land. As soon as he put the money in, land, she says, "We're getting divorced." You know, they got divorced after he invested in the land. He's got to swear how much he spent or prove it, the and then he can take that. Tomorrow, the daf, tomorrow's daf, daf pay is on the uh, podcast. Picks it up from here. Uh, how much is a little bit? 
So Rabasi says, I feel grogus even one dried fig, as long as he ate a derech covenant in a, in a, uh, you know, a derech covenant in a, in a distinguished, in a, in a nice manner. So the Gemara is going to go on to that, and on Sunday, Mirza Hashem, we'll pick it up from the Gemara after the Mishnah on um, Ahmed Beis, on Ahmed Beis, five lines from the bottom of uh, Shabbos's Ahmed Beis. Shabbos is a Ahmed Beis, the bottom, Iboilu, the beginning of the Gemara on Ahmed Beis. Again, that will be Daf Pei Aleph on Sunday, which we'll learn at the regular time. Shabbat Shalom Lekulam. Michael, you have a half a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you want us to sign? Later? No, not another time. Let me sign the Udabi because you know I leave early. So. Okay, don't forget it. Yeah.